0: Good morning. I'm John, and this is the Daily Wrestling News Show for September 1st. On this day in 1979, Pat Patterson became the first WWF Intercontinental Champion. Since then, a who's who of superstars and Hall of Famers has held the prestigious title. So who is your favorite Intercontinental Champion? if you're listening to this then chances are you love wrestling and if you care to continue the conversation with me john and other listeners of this show then i invite you to join the daily wrestling news show facebook group just search for daily wrestling news show or go to facebook.com groups slash wrestling news show and click join we cannot wait to meet you there the group is brand new so if you're one of the first to join don't be afraid to say hi now on with the show in February of 1979, the short-lived WWWF North American Heavyweight Championship was essentially handed to Ted DiBiase when he entered the company. The next month, that mouthful would get short as the company changed its name to simply the WWF that we know. In June of 1979, Pat Patterson would beat DiBiase for the WWF North American Heavyweight title. On September 1st of that year, Patterson would win a tournament in Rio de Janeiro, Brazil, to unify that title with the South American Heavyweight Championship when he defeated Johnny Rods in the finals. While Johnny Rods was very real, both the South American Heavyweight Championship and the tournament in Rio were entirely fictitious. But as you can say all too often about professional wrestling, never let facts get in the way of a good story. This unified title was rebranded as the WWF Intercontinental Championship, and it has been a major part of the company for the last 23 years, with one small hiccup. While many championships have come and gone, been retired, deactivated, or unified with other titles, the Intercontinental Championship has mostly stood the test of time, most of the time serving as a big part of the men's division and often the de facto stepping stone to the WWF World Championship. The IC title has been used to unify and do away with other titles as well. In July of 2002, with Eric Bischoff at the helm of RAW, Rob Van Dam would defeat Jeff Hardy to unify the European and Intercontinental titles. In August of 2002, RVD would beat Tommy Dreamer to unify the Hardcore and IC titles. Then, in a moment of abject stupidity that October, World Heavyweight Champion Triple H would defeat Intercontinental Champion Kane in the Raw main event of the No Mercy pay-per-view to unify the titles, thus deactivating the Intercontinental title. Luckily for fans though, co-general manager of Raw, Stone Cold Steve Austin, would reactivate the Intercontinental Championship nearly seven months later. I really only mentioned Bischoff earlier so I could blame him for the asinine decision to do away with the IC title and in turn praised Austin for its return. But as we all know, those decisions are made at a higher pay grade. Christian would win the reactivated IC title in an eight-man battle royal at the Judgment Day pay-per-view when he last eliminated Booker T. There have been plenty of great storylines revolving around the Intercontinental Championship, from the made-up tournament that launched it, to Greg the Valentine's temper tantrum inside the steel cage after losing to Tito Santana, where he destroyed the physical IC title belt, and so on. The introduction of Santino Morella and the Milan miracle that followed during the WWE European Tour in 2007. Chris Jericho and China's shared reign that led up to Royal Rumble in 2000. There have been great behind-the-scenes stories related to the IC title, too, like how the honky-tonk man's record-setting reign is rumored to have only happened because the natural Butch Reed missed a flight and squandered what was supposed to have been his run with the IC title. Although, oddly enough, after Honky's win, there's a backstage segment where he's celebrating with the heel portion of the locker room. And Butch Reed is present in that footage. According to the Honky Tonk Man, this footage was shot the day after his in-ring victory and then cut together for airing on TV at a later date. And then there are all the great matches that have been fought over this workhorse title. From Savage and Steamboat at WrestleMania 3 a match which many consider on the shortlist for greatest matches of all time, to the match that was many fans' introduction to the ladder match, when Shawn Michaels and Razor Ramon put on an instant classic at WrestleMania 10. even though Shawn and Bret had actually put on WWF's first ladder match, also for the Intercontinental Championship, more than a year and a half prior to that WrestleMania 10 match. Then there's Bret vs. Mr. Perfect at SummerSlam 91, Bret vs. Davey Boy at SummerSlam 92, and the sometimes forgotten Rock Triple H ladder match from SummerSlam 98, and the Demolition Derby as described by Jerry Lawler, between Benoit and Jericho from the Royal Rumble 2001 card, another ladder match. I mean, the early 2000s Intercontinental Championship title scene is just a laundry list of dream matchups. Jericho, Benoit, Angle, Guerrero, Triple H, Jeff Hardy, Kane, Lance Storm, Edge, Christian, William Regal, Rob Van Dam, Booker T, Randy Orton. Throw those names in a hat. Pull out any two, and you just can't lose. So who is your favorite Intercontinental Champion? There are many strong contenders. As previously mentioned, the Honky Tonk Man holds the record for the longest single run at 454 days. Followed by Pedro Morales' 424-day run in 81-82, and Macho Man Randy Savage's 414-day run beginning in early 1986. Chris Jericho has an all-time best nine title reigns, with The Miz creeping up behind at eight, and Dolph Ziggler, Jeff Jarrett, and Rob Van Dam all tied with six. Pedro Morales, who held the title twice, has the most combined days with 617. He's followed by The Miz at 593 in his combined six reigns, and Morocco at 539 days. Morocco would end both of Morales' runs. And just in case you're wondering, with that one singular run, Honky's 454 pulls him in at number four in this category. When I think of the Intercontinental Championship and my personal favorites, however, I don't go by any quantifiable metric. I go by the quality of matches I witnessed. I think of Bret, Randy, and Mr. Perfect in the Golden Era, I think of Jericho, Benoit, Guerrero, and Van Damme in the Attitude Era. Make sure you join the Facebook discussion and let us know who are your favorite champions, matches, and storylines surrounding the IC title work. Because like most of the topics in wrestling, there's no wrong answer and it's all a matter of personal taste. Except maybe for Ahmed Johnson and Billy Gunn. Those would be wrong answers. Anyway, this has been the Daily Wrestling News Show for September 1st, 2022.